Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The driver's seat. Good start from Stephen Johnson, a really good one. Johnson leads the race. Daniel Ricciardo gives Renault their first podium. Cam Waters is our 2020 pole sitter at Bathurst. The driver's seat. Oh, in defence, that's massive. That's massive. Yes! 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 The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. Welcome to another big week off the driver's seat as we have the countdown towards the quadruple header at um, quadruple header. Doesn't that sound quadruple, quadruple header? Oh, no. You're saying to me, indeed, <laughs> I am, Matty. But uh, <laughs> hey, look, actually, we we'll bring this up a little bit later on. But you'll be racing this week. Uh, you'll be in action. Well, let's hope so. Uh, yes, no, I no, no. Racing. You will be racing this I week. I will. Matthew. Well, I will be. No, I will be. Um, the car did arrive during the week. Uh, Steve Johnson and his team of professionals have been putting a little bit of salt and pepper on the car, mm-hmm. which is lovely. Um, You'll be happy to know, Nimsy, I'm going out for practice on Friday. The weather Saturday and Sunday out at Ipswich, 34 and 36 degrees. So on Monday, I'm just going to be a broiled chicken, I feel. <laughs> I, I didn't know, being in Melbourne, I didn't know that those numbers exist consecutively. <laughs> yeah, but, yes. but, um, but this is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to uh, Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We are counting down towards a race week, and we've got to get to our feature interview. We do it thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. But this guest, he's the, it's the first time I think we've had him on the show. Um <laughs> Do we, I reckon we might have had him two or three years ago. Well, it's, I reckon in in six years of doing a program, I mean, we can yeah. barely remember what happened on the weekend. So. <laughs> Mate, I can't remember what I just did about twenty minutes ago. So I but think the doing... first time as a team owner, I will put it that way. This is true. So we got to give them their proper intro. Tim Slade, Ford Mustang, Cool Drive Racing. This is a brand new race team. This new team with the affiliation Tickford have started the weekend very well. Tim Slade sets a new benchmark. Great job, Cool Drive Racing, to be the fastest of the Mustangs and the fastest runner. Well done. Yeah, they had a hell of a debut uh, at Bathurst at the start of the year. Please welcome, for the first time to the driver's seat, as uh, one of the owners of uh, Blanchard Racing Team, the one and only Tim Blanchard. Thanks, guys. Uh, I've never actually had uh, my own intro like that. That was uh, pretty cool. That was pretty good, wasn't it, mate? Because we, we, yeah. it, it's pretty easy. We could do all of the highlights for this year for your team and just lop out the Blanchard, keep the Tim in, and we could attribute it to you. <laughs> easy. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, exactly. That, that, I, uh, 
often say we should put the first name on the car instead of the surname, then I can claim all the results. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, mate, c- congratulations on the year that we've had. I guess it, it's been disjointed. It is your first year as BRT, Blanchard Racing Team. How? Firstly, the question I want to ask you, and, and we're going to do a bit of a deep dive on the year, but how does it feel being a team owner, team principal, rather than the primary driver? Because you've been a driver for a number of years. So how's the transition feeling? Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's very different. And um, I assume uh, Jamie's going to have the same experience next year. But it's it's uh, I still enjoy it a lot, the, being on the other side of it, I guess. Um, for me personally, it was something I was always interested in was the team management side as well as the driving point uh, side of it. So I kind of uh, did the driving thing and uh, I'm really excited enjoying the, the new challenge of, of running the team. And so were you... Let's go back to the start of the year. We we kicked off this weird old year um, with started a Bathurst normally, event. At least. Started, yeah, started normally, <laughs> sort of. And you guys came out of the sheds and you had a ball-tearing start and everyone sat back and went, my goodness gracious me, have a look at these cats. And then you kind of, Timbo, the other Timbo, <laughs> went into the wall <laughs> at Forest Elbow. So you kind of went from the hen house to the outhouse. How was the... How was the the highs and the lows of that one? How did you manage that? Because that was a Barry Crocker. Yeah, we were four laps away from a fairy tale start, weren't we? Um, oh, so yeah. close. <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, yeah, it was obviously disappointing the way that ended. But you know, if you go back to when we got home from Bathurst last year, we didn't have a workshop. We had no staff, no equipment, nothing. So, just not even three months later, to be starting our first race on the front row at Bathurst. Um, Despite the way it ended, you know, I've personally and a lot of us in the team thought it was actually a positive weekend and yeah. obviously disappointing the way it ended, but we definitely didn't come home, you know, disappointed or with our heads down. We were kind of really, I guess, up and about and excited about the potential of the year ahead. So it was, it was more positives than, than negatives for where we were sitting. Well, the thing is, Tim, like, and this is the thing, like, this isn't an easy sport and you got to go guts for glory. Uh, and Slady just did an absolute bang up job. And I think there was, there wasn't anyone that was watching, uh, the Mount Panorama 500 that weren't, you, you were kind of the little engine that could. And we would, everyone was just sort of thinking like, geez, always, if they could do this. I mean, you could even hear it in the commentators. They were just like this little team, it's their first ever outing and they're doing so well. So I can sort of see where you you know take a very big positive out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Like we are, we're the only one car team in the in the series at the moment. So and and obviously it was our first event, and then we had Slady who'd basically been spent a year on the sidelines. Obviously he had the co-drive, but a year on the sidelines from full-time driving. So uh, we're kind of yeah, exactly the little underdog, which is where we like to be positioned. And uh, uh, but yeah, it's it was a ma- massive effort, and uh, you know we've got a got a good little crew, and they worked incredibly hard over over the Christmas New Year uh, to get to get the team up and running, get it to that point. So it wasn't I don't believe it was beginner's luck, and I think we've kind of demonstrated from then it was the the hard work and the, the long hours we put in over the summer to get to that point that we got us there. Hey mate, Stevie J here. How you doing? Good mate. Oh, I thought, thought, I, thought I'd chime you for in. And, yeah, yeah, it's been a little other, isn't it? I think it was Bathurst about two years ago that we popped past. Actually, it was um, yeah. yeah, it was probably probably a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Actually, no, it was that weekend. Yeah. The weekend that we're talking about it. That, yeah, no, didn't, didn't, that week, didn't end up so well. Yeah, I saw you in the garage on Sunday morning, and at that yeah. point, our garage was empty. The truck was halfway back to Melbourne. Yeah. I was just <laughs> in the garage watching all the others go around, and you popped in. 
Yeah. Blanch- well, Blanchard was hungover. I, I popped in to say good day and try to cheer you up a little bit, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it worked or not. But hey, mate, that, that what a cool livery! I just want to say that oh, the Daco yeah, livery, livery. How cool is that? Sensational. That is sensational, mate. So, uh, how long has that been in the pipeline for? Uh, it was something kind of we, we started with car track Robbie Jones, which you, you probably know. Um, we worked with him. He's been working with us all year, yep. and we kind of had this idea at the beginning of the year to kind of come up with something. A bit different and really go all out for the night race. And uh, as Brendan, our team manager, put it, I want something that's going to blind everyone. And I think he's had a fair crack at that. <laughs> uh, like, that's the first time, from what I believe, that that, that reflective wrap's been used uh, as a complete car. Like, obviously, in the past, people have done lines yep. or logos and stuff like that. But it's the first time I've done a complete car in that in that uh, product. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty exciting. It looks looks awesome under the lights, as you can see. And uh, the only yeah. complaint I've had was from from Slady that his name sticker wasn't done, which comes back to that first point. And I said, <laughs> "Yeah, just put Tim well, on if, the car. <laughs> if, if you can't see if you can't see your name on it and you finish on the podium, then I can claim it." So. <laughs> <laughs> and Timmy, this this is obviously the the best that we can do for our category and for our championship is to have all of these races back to back. And it's cool that we're going to have night racing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. We've got to, we've got to put up with it. We've got to do it, but it's also in preparation for our final round, the Bathurst 1000, which you will take off the headset and put the helmet back on and jump in as a co-driver. How have you had any laps this year at all? Like, have you had a chance to, yeah, the or are you just going in fresh? Uh, yeah, so we did the did the Super Two round at Townsville with uh, Eggleston Motorsports. So yeah, done done a few laps, but yeah, no, not as much as I'd like. But you know, <laughs> with all the the way the world is this year and the way the racing's been, there's plenty of co-drivers in a very similar boat as they were last year. Yep. So I don't think it's a negative, and we've uh, probably exclusive for you guys. Not that, <laughs> uh, we are uh, <laughs> going to do another another Super Two round at SMP. Uh, uh, coming up as well with Eggleston, so I'll have have another race under my belt before then. So, oh, brilliant! I think, uh, mm. given everything the world, way the world is and where everyone else is, I think we're going to be in pretty good shape mate, and preparation wise. Mate, I think you know that's that's a good point, and and being that you know last year and this year have been incredibly hard years for for a lot of uh, teams. I mean, with with the debut season for your team, um, you know, I know it's it's hard to to judge and it's hard to critique in a way because it hasn't really been a normal year. But, you know, with the performances that you guys have had, do you think that this year has been a successful year for you straight out of the gate? Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've, we've ticked a lot of a lot of goals that I was hoping to, but, yeah, there's been a few things that we probably haven't, haven't executed as well as we would have liked. But for me this year, it wasn't necessarily about outright results which you know brendan and Mirko are highly competitive guys they they uh get get uh, pretty upset when i say that but <laughs> it's, our, it's our foundation year so for me it's about uh you know getting the right processes in place and consistency and understanding how you get a result the series is so close and so many good people in it that i feel like anyone on their given day can jag a good result and well the difference between the good teams and everyone else is they can do it consistently and when they have a good day, they understand why. So, you know, I think the last few events uh, at Darwin, Townsville, we had you know, six top tens out of eight races or something like that. So I think yeah. that's that's what that's what I'm really happy about more so than a, 
the podium that we're kind of starting to get some consistent results. And uh, I've spoken about it a few times. One of the most pleasing things was when we pulled the car to the truck at Townsville. To be honest, Slade, he wasn't too happy. We were about 20th in practice. And yeah. the guys <clears throat> spent Friday night just going over the car, had a big swing at it, went out and qualified uh, second behind Shane in the next morning. I was like, well, that's, that's really encouraging that they're really starting to understand what makes this car work and, and how how to turn it around when they've got their back against the wall, which is what all the good teams are able to do. And uh, it's interesting, um, we, on our Facebook page, when we uh, put it up, Nimsy, Nimsy puts up the diligent man that he is, goes and puts up who we've got coming on the show every week. And one of our, our listeners, Tommy, and I think it's Tommy from um, Toowoomba, Hobart, I think it is. No, is it Tommy from I think it's Tommy is Tom Toowoomba. Hinton from Toowoomba? Okay, if it is, Tommy. One of the Tommies. Um, <laughs> it's one of the Tommies. Um, he he actually asked a question that he wanted me to ask of you, and it's about Gen 3 because we had yep. Matty Stone on the on the show or two or three episodes ago, mm-hmm. and then about five episodes before that we had Tim Edwards, and Tim was talking about Gen 3 <clears> being introduced in the middle of the year and it's going to be fantastic and blah, 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 blah. And he, put it, he did a very good job of selling it because I was half convinced. <laughs> but then we had Matty Stone on the show and, and we sort of put the blowtorch on him a little bit and flat out, straight out of the bat, straight between the eyeballs, he said, oh, I can't see how we're going to run him next year. This is before the announcement that it had been scrapped for – for 2022. He said, I just, didn't he, Steve? He just mm. said, I just don't know how we're going to run it. I mean, he just had a big dose of reality juice. Yeah. So he said, I, well, I just don't know how we're going to run it. So completely broke ranks from all the team owners. What's yeah. your opinion? Were you relieved that, that when it was scrapped for 22 and kicking off in 23, or were you on the fence or were you pro mid year? Oh, look, there's argument both ways, but first, personally, I, um, I think, Delaying it to the beginning of 23 is, is the right decision, but I understand the commercial side of it and what, why we were looking at a mid, mid-season launch. So uh, I think it's going to make it a, a lot easier to manage, you know, especially for a small team like ours, trying to manage going racing and then building a car in the middle of the season is always going to be very difficult. And, and I think uh, you know, we see through the cool drive business there's huge supply chain issues around the world at the moment. And, yeah. and uh, getting access to those, there's just... So many curveballs getting thrown at you from a supply chain issue uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we were already on a very tight timeline, and it's only going to take one little hiccup, which seems to be happening every day at the moment in <laughs> supply chain, um, <laughs> sure. and we're going to be in, in a lot of trouble. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's it's the right move, and it's a sensible approach moving forward. And personally, I think it's it's better. Uh, but yeah, I understand why why they'll push it to a mid-season launch. Yeah, cool, and. I, I, you've been very generous with your time, but I do. I, I want to pick up something. F1. Do you listen to F1 Beyond the Grid? It's a great podcast uh, that comes out uh, every week of a Monday. It's sensational. And they list, They recently had Lawrence Stroll, who uh, he's got a few bucks. Does Lawrence yeah, bought an yeah. F1 team? Got a <laughs> yeah. few. Uh, bought bought Aston Martin. One of the reoccurring themes he has about that team and about his business and about his life and success was that he continuously. Uh, surrounds himself with the best people. He said that this, this, all the success in the world is, yes, it's partly me, but everything else has got to be um, the people, the people, the people. During the week, Teco Nilsson, former WAU, went off and did some, uh, did some Porsche stuff. So Matt uh, Nilsson, uh, been, been announced as joining your team. Uh, pretty good head to have around the place, I would have thought. Ah, yeah, absolutely. So, 
yeah, we're trying to build up a good good group of guys. Uh, but you know, Teco has joined us in in not a BRT role. Uh, he's actually joined the Cool Drive business as you know we've had the race industry's business join Cool Drive this year, and we're we're really moving into that performance and motorsport market. And so using his his knowledge and contacts to to build that side of the the business up moving forward. But you know, obviously he's got a huge amount of experience and and knowledge in in motorsport and in supercars specifically. So We'll, uh, you know, his role isn't directly linked to BRT, but it's all under the one roof, and they're all sitting in the same office. And would be silly not to utilise his skill set. So he so will be involved. I, are, yeah. are we expecting him to see him at Bathurst, Tim Blanchard? <laughs> like I know, I know you're saying he's part of the business, but if you have got Teco Nilsson on the payroll and you don't have him in Sydney or Bathurst, I will go he. Well, yeah, he will. He <laughs> might, might be there. <laughs> so, yeah, look, we've uh, he uh, he might be coming to Sydney to look after my Super Two car. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, and then we'll. Uh, but yeah, he, he will be coming to Bathurst. Uh, there's a few things we're working on with uh, race industries, and um, although it might have might have changed now that Ryan McLeod might be able to come down with some of the border changes from Queensland. But yeah, so good opportunity for all the. Team, to meet all the team owners and really kind of build up that, that race industry side of the business. So, yes, he, yep. he will be there. And, again, it's silly not to, to lean on his lean on his knowledge, but Absolutely. we've employed Brendan and Mirko to run the team, and it's their, that's their role. Um, but I'm, I, I'd be For the moment. surprised if those two didn't lean on him. <laughs> <laughs> For the moment. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking, speaking that you were talking about Lawrence Stroll before and you were – Saying that he's bought Aston Martin all that, and we're talking to Timmy. Are you looking at buying forward at all, Timmy? Like, what's a what's, a, what's a deal now? Here? Is uh, you, and and moving on from that, are you would you are you gonna obviously happy running Mustang, and is that something that you're gonna take into um, obviously Gen Three? Is that is that what you what you want to run the Mustang shape in Gen Three? Yeah, I think so. That's that's uh, that's what we've been working towards. So we haven't got anything in place, but at the moment, but. Yeah, there's, there's no, we don't see any, foresee any reason why we would be changing. We've had a great relationship with with Ford this year, and um, you know, it's they've been really involved in in what what we're doing and bringing the new new guys on the block. Uh, mm. Probably been a bit, they've been kind of keeping a bit of an eye on us, make sure we're representing their brand all right. But I think they've been pretty happy, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah so hopefully there's no issues there. And of, and of all the things that we've got with this year and next year, all the challenges, one of the big ones, I think, from you, and possibly one of the underrated challenges, you're going to have your own pit boom next year. Uh, challenges with that, or is that an advantage or a disadvantage for next year? Uh, well, it's a it's probably a disadvantage unless there's a safety car at the right time and everyone's got a pit. So, yeah. And yeah. then we kind of don't have to worry about stacking at any point, but... Yeah, it's it's not ideal, and uh, I don't think it's been very well thought through because you know having an odd number of cars, it, it's going to be us next year and moving forward. You know, depending on what happens, there's while you've got an odd net level of cars, there's always going to be someone who's mm. who's handicapped because of it because you know, we have to bring in some weekend warriors, if you want to call them that. Sure, um, and sure. and, the, and you know that's not the end of the world, but every other team gets to have their pit stop crew train every week and we're not going to be able to do that. So that's probably the frustrating part. And then, you know, we're the smallest team and we have to, we have an added cost of having to take extra people to every event. So yeah. I, I just don't, don't understand that why that that's decision was made, but that's, that's the way it is. And, you know, like 
like you kind of touched on with Teco, we've got a few people in in the business, the cool drive business now that um, have motorsport backgrounds and don't necessarily want to be working in supercars full time, but yeah. we can kind of utilize their skill sets on race weekends to help out with that. So that's kind of, you know, part of, part of the reason why we've got Teco and a few other people joining the business that they kind of work in the cool drive business Monday to Friday and then they can assist the race team on weekends. Old school. That's what used to happen in the old days. You'd, you'd work in the in the business and then go, you know, out with the Super Two or T team or I don't know yeah. the Conica <laughs> team, and you'd actually work on the crew. Um, just last question before we let you go, mate. Um, silly season this year. I, we I do a thing here uh, for a partner of ours, Burson, and and uh, we do an off track update. I have had so many people contact me about this silly season and telling me where people are going, and I'm not allowed to tell people, but I do in there anyway. Um, Tell me, have you been as surprised this year at the silly season that there were some moves that happened that you didn't see coming? Or could you predict the way it's gone this year, including tonight with Todd Hazelwood being announced? Yeah, yeah, I guess um, not Not particularly. I think there's, there's probably, there's always a bit more movement. You always kind of look at it back in June, July, and like, oh, not much is going to change. There always seems to be a bit more movement than... Uh, than you thought initially, but uh, to be honest, the only one that's really surprised me was was Percat moving from BJR. So um, the rest of them, I could kind of see that that one really caught me by surprise. Uh, yeah. I have to say, but yeah, kind of glad not having to worry about it this year. I said to say the other day, how, how relaxing is it just watching all this, not having to be involved? <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Until you until you expanded two cars, Tim, and then. You know, then you might start. When's that going to happen? Are you going to be you going to expand to two in the next couple of years? Like Gen Three, perfect opportunity if you get the rep. Oh, look, look, there's uh, yeah, there's ambitions to do it, but obviously there's a there's a bit of funding that needs to go with it, and then the, obviously the biggest hurdle is probably the two biggest hurdles is finding the the right staff because we don't want to compromise what we're doing with with Slady's car by mm. moving to two or mm. uh, lower our standards. Um, but then we've also, yeah, I guess the funding and the access to the license. But I hear there's a pretty good young kid in TA2 to keep an eye on. So we're just kind of watching him at the moment. Yeah, I, mate. I don't know if you guys have seen him. I'll tell you what you got to do. I'll give you the hot tip, mate. What you got to do is separate the father from the son. You know, go-kart yeah, yeah. dads. You just <laughs> oh, you never want that. You're Come just going to have to separate them away. And if you can do that, I reckon I reckon he's a chance for the future, that boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God. <laughs> I've heard a lot of bad stories about his, uh, yeah, oh, about his oh, father, and I've seen I've seen a few of them live. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You two are just trying to do the mic drop and walk away on me now, aren't you? <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> yeah, I tell you what, yeah, I'm racing I'm racing against him, Tim, in the TA2 this weekend. If I beat him. Yeah. Is there a chance I could have a crack? A big old fat bloke? <laughs> Hang on, they're reducing the roof line on Gen 3, not increasing it. Oh, <laughs> You'll need national sponsorship. This TA2 race just got a lot more interesting, didn't it? Yeah, they did. Because Stevie's prepped my car this weekend, so if I'm lucky enough to get anywhere near Jet, do I put him in the fence? Do I give him a little You know, the funny thing is, actually, Jet's worked on it too, so you might not finish any races. That's true. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, uh, Tim, we've taken up a fair chunk of your time this evening, mate, but uh, thank you so much for jumping on board the driver's seat. And uh, look, just looking at the results, I, mean, I know that that podium is very, very close. And uh, to get that P4, your first top five in, what, less than 10 races is pretty damn good. And uh, obviously the heartbreak at Bathurst, um, I guess, probably lit a fire under the boys. So, hopefully... You know what that's going to do, Nimsy? That's going to actually, it's going to be reversed at this year's 1,000. 
He'll have a good run. So yeah, you watch. Exactly. You watch. Yeah, me. he's yeah. he's cancelled the bad luck out. So this you get your your bad run out, and then you're all good. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's yeah, going to be. I, it's, hope so. It's going to be uh, Tim squared in the uh, in the one thousand because you got both Timmy Blanchard and Tim Sled. So mm. that's a yeah. t shirt idea yeah, for you, Timmy. Keep it simple, BRT. That's that's our philosophy. Just keep, <laughs> what's it? the kiss kiss method? Keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, put Tim on the window, and you're saving sticker costs too. You've got to put Tim <laughs> one Tim, yeah. one single Tim. That's it. <laughs> Uh, well, good on you, Tim. Yeah, we appreciate you joining aboard the driver's seat, mate, and uh, go well at the uh, massive four weeks in Sydney. Yeah, well done, mate. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Tim Blanchard there from the Blanchard Racing Team in Cool Drive Racing. I think we need to see a couple more little guys throwing punches at the big guys. Oh, 100%, Nimsy. Oh, and, yeah. and Always. You know, I've had a lot to do with Timmy because you know, not only have I raced against him for a long time, he was part of the DJR team, you know, Pre Penske yeah, when too, when I he? finished up, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, he is a ripper bloke, and you know he doesn't get enough kudos for for what he does behind the wheel, um, you know, because he's always seen as the as the pay driver, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you know he's he's as good as they come, and he's going to be very very solid for Timmy Slade at the uh, at the Bathurst Enduro this year. So I, I think they could be definitely a dark horse to finish on the podium for sure. Uh, Tim Blanchard, there was our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters, asking mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professionals' choice. Uh, we're going to get to segment two, but I don't know if it's worth doing segment two because uh, Matt Stone Racing <laughs> has just dropped a massive bomb, but we will get to that. Yes. Have, have you noticed though, Matty, people mm-hmm. are starting to do all of their news before mm. Wednesday night. I Funny wonder that, why. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Lots, went, lots went up today. Yes. Couchy, Hazelwood. <laughs> yep. We'll, we will touch on all of that next <laughs> in our Bendix Breaks Big Moment, but you're listening to the driver's seat. Matt McKellen and Stephen Johnson back in the chair. Your text's coming up next 0433981116. We'll be back with more right after this. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. A big thank you to Tim Blanchard for jumping on board the program. And uh, ah. did, did you see the text that I, that I think you're saying? <laughs> no, it's not that. Stevie J just ran straight in from the kitchen That's unlike with his him. piping hot coffee <laughs> and uh, took a swig of it and clearly didn't touch the teeth or the lips Ooh. or the tongue because it's just burnt about a three and a half inch hole right down his esophagus. Cat-like <laughs> reactions from Stevie J. <laughs> <laughs> And if you can hear a little giggle in the background here, we actually have Lacey Johnson in the yes. studio this evening, straight little, from the workshop. So a little sidekick. Uh, a little sidekick's in here. She's giggling away in the background there. So, <laughs> as her daddy sent, sends lava down his, down his throat. Yeah, holy cow. <laughs> you know what? You know who would like that temperature is my old man. Really? <laughs> the big dick. Yeah, he, he likes. I don't know. If if it's not taken three layers of skin off the roof of your mouth as, a, as a tea, it's not hot enough. I know. Jeez Louise, yeah. that's, that's, that's mental. But, yeah. uh, uh, anyway, uh, this is the driver's seat. 0433981116 is the text line. That number again, 0433981116. Uh, we're going to get to this. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Brakes big moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes. It is Australian technology for all weather confidence breaking. Um, probably the biggest news. In fact, actually, uh, we'll, we'll get to your text in just a moment, but I do want to mm. quickly replay. Now, this is from September 22nd, so just over just over a month ago, uh, we spoke to Matt Stone here on the driver's seat, and we asked him, you know, what's your plans for 2022? You know, how are things looking? Blah, blah, blah. And here's what Matt Stone had to say. 
we're very happy with where we're going with the two guys we've got. But who knows where the the final thing will land? Um, mm. You know, I think the the Percat announcement a few weeks ago sort of showed that that a handshake isn't what it used to be. So, you know, in the in the in the story of our main two cars, you know, we're, we're working on putting that together and, you know, we've got some good ideas about what's going on there. Now, do you reckon that uh, mm. if we spoke to Matty Stone tonight, he'd say the same thing? Oh, well, I actually think he would. Mm. Um, I think that the, the critical thing, if you really listen to it, he said, we're working on putting it together now. And so though both of those drivers, Kostecki and Goddard, they were due to have contracts renewed. Whenever you have a contract renewal situation, Stevie J, you've been through a number of them. At the end of the day, you've got to, particularly when you're doing any negotiation, you've got to have options. You've absolutely got to have other options. Because if someone walks in that you've been paying 150 grand a year and walks in and says, I want 500 grand a year, mm-hmm. you're probably going to turn them around out the door. So, But you don't do that unless you've got someone up the sleeve. And, and um, so even though that was only, you know, just under a month ago, I genuinely think that that was where they were thinking of going. But clearly with today's announcement um, or confirmation, not announcement, because we've talked, we've been talking about it for weeks. That, we're all that, over that, it. We're Why there. do you think these announcements come out <laughs> Wednesday through the day? They used to come Thursday, out Thursday. <laughs> I think the driver's seat in one end, McKellen, has mm, mm. absolutely bucked the system there. Yeah, yeah, I've started a new trend. Yeah, and the ego would like me to say that that's happened. I don't think that has, but anyway. I said bucked the system too. I know you did with a B. Uh, there seems to be a lot of announcements being done on Wednesdays now instead of Thursdays before the driver's seat leaks it like a sieve. But um, look, at the end of the day, as he said, the Percat thing set off a trend. It set off a a bunch of dominoes. And now when you're negotiating as MSR, particularly with Goddard, because I think once there was that space available or there was at least discussion, we've talked about JLB, Jack LeBrock being in trouble for months and months and months. Well, years, or, actually. Well, you probably. But, we, we've also uh, talked about uh, Toddy Hayeswood being in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, we have. So so all of the things that we've talked about are now coming to fruition in the places that we thought they would come. We, um, you know, we think that uh, Hayeswood will now be replaced uh, by... Bryce, absolute Bryce Black. Bryce Forward, thank you. By Bryce Forward. Um, Hazelwood has now been confirmed at MSR. We think Jack LeBrock will be confirmed beside him at MSR. Um, and we know that Kostecki's gone to, to Tickford. We actually have had one text from our mate Tommy in, um, in Tassie. Tommy, oh, ta- oh, Tommy in, in Hobart. No, this is Tommy in Hobart. Hobart. What's the go for Goddard next year? Thought he's been an out, think he's been outstanding this year. And it would be a shame if he uh, gets if he misses a seat because no cash here, Robbo. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right, cash, no, Robbo. No, no cash. cash. <laughs> so, the the reality is when it, when you again when you're negotiating with a driver, um, there there are always there are always options. You should always have options up your sleeve. Mm. Now, um, when a driver goes in for a negotiation, they would like to think that they're in a primary position, and they may be, or they may have other options. When a business or a team or anyone that you're negotiating says that they might have options, that particular person has an, an ability to either stay or go or, or do whatever you want. And so the negotiations go forward. Uh, and obviously in this case, when it came to Matt Stone Racing, they couldn't come to an agreement. Bottom line. Bottom line, Tommy, where is he going to end up? I don't know now. I mean, where can he end up? Team Sydney sorted. Tickford sorted, WAU sorted, Brad Jones is sorted, Grove Triple A sorted, Grove sorted, sorted, kind of sorted because they still well, need a dispensation. 
Yeah, but I think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I think they'll get Matty Payne in that car. He tested Super 2 the other day. He's going to do the final few Super 2 rounds, which if you remember, and there's been a lot of talk on socials about this, Stevie J, that, you know, if you give Matt Payne a, a, a dispensation and a license, you should have given Hearn a license. Yeah, but Hearn hadn't raced Super 2. Correct. He'd only raced, not say only, but he'd raced S5000 and he'd raced Trans Am and TA2, but he hadn't raced... Super 2. So I think with Matt Payne doing the final few rounds of Super 2, if he shows himself and doesn't hit everyone but the safety car, they'll probably give him a dispensation. Don't forget, he's still in the hunt for a top three in the championship in Carrera Cup as well. Yeah, so he's going to be a busy boy, certainly, in the back end of this season. So, Tommy, I have no idea, mate. I don't know where he's going to go. My my thought is that he will end up as a co-driver somewhere. Um, and then, you know, it happened to Heimgartner. Sometimes you drop out of a main game drive, go and do Cup Car or go and do Super 2 or something like that. When another opportunity opens up a little bit down the line, you can fire yourself into that chair. But right now, I think the music has stopped Nimsy and Steve, and I don't think Zane's necessarily got somewhere to go. We've had someone text into The Big G actually has gone and texted The Big in. G. Good and, on you, Big G. And he's just gone, uh, why is it taking so long for Cam Waters to be confirmed at Tickford? Is it possible he could go to WAU and Perkat is going to Tickford? Uh, Big G, thank you for that text. The bottom line is, yes, of course that could be happening. However, I don't think it is. The bigger question for mine is, why would Cam Waters show up at the test today looking like a beardy weirdy? He had the <laughs> world's weirdest beard going on in the photo shot with the crazy frog, uh, Moffat. Uh at, at Winton today when they were doing their co-driver testing. But, oh, look, yeah, Big G, I don't think so. Do you think he's – do you think that's – I don't think it's – No, I don't think so. I don't think so. it's going to happen. I think he's staying at Tickford. Why would you leave Tickford for WAU? I think they've is equally got the same amount of challenges, Stevie J. Yeah, 100%. Each other. You know, I think that they've – you know, unless he thinks that, um, you know, the whole – Andretti, Morgan Shaw United, yeah, well, Andretti, thing. yeah, yeah, is maybe. is better suited for him. I don't know, and and moving forward into the future, whether he wants to maybe go overseas or I don't know, but maybe that that could be a possibility because it hasn't been announced. But I, I'm speaking with Tim earlier, Edwards. You know, on even on the show, yep, it, it sounds as though all the balls are in their court and they can do whatever they want with him with regard to Cam Waters and his contract. They've got an option, but on I know. Uh, you know, and what Matt Stone said just before Nimsy and your little grab, it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to really mean as much as what, uh, uh, what they used to. used to be, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, who knows? Uh, and being the silly season and being what, what's going on, I'm definitely not going to rule it out, but I would, I'm sort of more 80-20, if that makes sense, Matty. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm 90-10. Yeah. I just don't think, uh, I think everyone is now focusing, Big G, on what we've got ahead, the four races in Bathurst. And uh, I just think that possibly that incumbent sponsors of, of someone like Percat have said, no more talk, it's been announced and now we shut up. And it's the same with a, a WAU because it might be the same with Midis. They don't want any more mm. talk about this. Yep. Mm. They just want to get on and focus. But I, I think, I, I think, uh, I think, I think, I think, I don't, I'm not 100% sure on this one, although I, I've had discussions and I've had people say categorically, oh, yeah, Nick's going to WAU. I mean, it's done. The deal's done. So, yeah, we'll see. And could you imagine Waters and, and uh, Chazzy Mozzie back together oh, again? Jeez Louise, imagine yeah. Imagine the damage bill at WAU. Oh, Ryan Walkinshaw would have a heart attack. Yeah. Hey, speaking <laughs> of Ryan Walkinshaw, uh, had COVID 
Yes. Lost, he's lost 20% of his lung capacity mm. after uh, COVID. He, Unbelievable. He was very vocal about it, and he's, yeah. uh, his partner also got it too. Allegedly from uh, – because they were on Below the Bonnet a while back uh, – Talking about it, who's saying that she still hasn't got a lot of her taste back? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. fingers crossed yeah. that uh, Rhino and his partner obviously uh, have a relatively full recovery because it seems like it has knocked him for six. Absolutely. Um, mm. uh, just quickly too on the topic of uh, the silly season. Now, this is something that you see a lot of in football, and knowing been having been through a lot of AFL trade periods, I've seen. You know, the, the big thing is the new colours, the photo with the the team in uh, the player or mm. whatever in their new team. Mm-hmm. This uh, is this one of the first times where people have openly, like for example, you see Andre Heimgartner, who is still a Kelly Grove ra- uh, racing contracted mm-hmm. racer, wearing mm-hmm. BJR colours and stuff like that in the announcement. Everything like normally doesn't it wait until the final the final race, then it's all done and dust, and you see a bit of fun, like for example, Tickford delivering. Uh, Chaz yeah. Mostert yeah, down at WAU, up. and you know <laughs> yeah. it's all very tongue in cheek. Whereas this one is very, it seems, it seems unusual to me that like you know, you've got. Can I tell you what, Nimsy? Hmm. He was I, delivered before the announcement, though. Don't forget yeah, that yeah, was just. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I reckon, I reckon it comes. To, I don't think. I think you're right. Normally, there's you know never the twain shall meet. You, there, there'll be an announcement at midnight. It's a bit on, of la- you know there's some laughs, said, like, and, all that kind of stuff. I reckon it's how it went down. If the negotiations, if the parting of ways, if the signing of contracts or the implementation of the next stage has been very cordial, which apparently it has on the Kelly Grove side, mm-hmm. um, I think that's when you can do that sort of stuff. Yep. You know, the PR guy from BA, BJR rings the Kelly Grove guys and goes, hey, we're going to make an announcement. Do you mind if he wears a BJR hat? No, yeah. mate, we don't yeah. care. That's fine. So then you go ahead and do it. But it was a BJR hat. It wasn't a uh, yeah. It wasn't R&J like batteries hat. Yes. If R and J batteries have now committed to Brad Jones for next year, had and we we assume it's going to Heimgartner. It had is. Had Heimgartner be wearing a Brad Jones an R and J batteries hat? Different story. Yeah. But a BJR hat, yeah, you could probably get away with that. Yeah, mm. yeah that's fair enough. And I think that photo of Matty Stone and uh, Toddy Hazelwood is an old one too. So it's not like he was down at the work. Definitely, yeah. no, that was super two days. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, so plenty going on in the silly season. Makes up our Bendix Breaks big moment and also makes segment two of my rundown very, very irrelevant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but are you happy I didn't jump forward this week? This is good. I will I will give yeah, it up because we do I actually have, read it today. We do have our person off the track update <laughs> coming up shortly. Yes. Shall we get to the some of Got these other nuggets for that one too? Got a little nugget for that one. Just a, <laughs> good, little, good. a little something brewing in the background. I so can, we'll talk about that. I can just see <laughs> the uh, the driver's seat law, law team brackets <laughs> <laughs> the lawyers have just spat out their McDonald's again. Here we go. Um, should we get to some of these texts before we get to our Absolutely. off the track We've got a couple uh, coming in thick and fast. Hmm. So, Lauren, uh, I was mentioning we were talking about uh, Tim Blanchard earlier and surrounding himself with great people. Text message ending in 775. Make sure you put your name on it, guys, so we can credit you. Uh, Lawrence Stroll drops that mantra, the surrounding himself uh, with the best people when it comes to driving his son. Or his son driving the car. Whoa, that's a bit, bit of a clip. That's a bit negative. That's a bit of a clip on the drive through on the driveway, yes. isn't it? That's a drive through on the way through. I don't think he does too bad a job. Uh, I think he does. Well, if you look at his results prior to Formula One, in Formula Two and all that kind of stuff, mate, he he won everything. Lance won everything. Yeah. 
in, in in a category where they were controlled cars, basically. F2 is basically a control category. 100%. So and people will say win. that he won that because of all the money and everything else. But what but, money? doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. Like, same car. Are they going to say the same that Mick Schumacher did the same thing? Yeah, that's you right. You know what I mean? He's yeah, done the right. same thing. He's got Oscar the backing as well. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I, yeah. I, look, I think I think he's very good. I just think he had a hard experience at Williams. I just don't like his attitude. Oh, not his attitude. His personality. Oh, he's got one. I hadn't oh, noticed yet. No, it's, he's had a bypass. As yeah, Dad right. Says. As, yeah. yeah, he's had a personality bypass. That's yeah. a dickism, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, hey, Tommy from Toowoomba, welcome back, mate. Um, hi, Maddie. Glad uh, you're here and that you'll be out at QR this weekend. Um, but, but you'll be against both Jet and Nash, the Flash now. And I'm also going to be about Ellery's kid. Yeah, Dalton Ellery. Dalton Ellery. I mean, can you sons of supercar drivers bugger off? This used to be an old fat blokes category, and now it's all the junior burgers coming in. So, <laughs> Tommy, if you're there, I'll be shacked up somewhere with Stevie J. If you don't find us in the pits, go to the food bar. We may be there. Uh, but make sure you do come around and say good day because we'll both be there. Def, you'll, they'll definitely be at the food bar. There's the hot tip there for you, uh, Tommy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that was our Bendix Brakes big moment. Put your foot down with confidence, Bendix Brakes. Uh, we get to our off-the-track <laughs> update for Burson Auto Parts. That is coming up next right here on The Driver's Seat. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Um, before we get to our off-the-track update, let's get to some text, shall we? Yeah, Lee has texted in. He's actually texted in twice. He's feeling a bit unloved. Come on, Lee, we were going to get We were going to get best to last, Yeah, mate. just pump the brakes, Lee. You've got to have a bit of time to get there. He said, hi, guys. Uh, Tim only needs to, and we're talking about Tim Blanchard there, Tim only needs to offer Macca's burgers and Stevie J would be on the crew. Whoa. Whoa. Another drive-by, another clip on the oh, way through. Oh, that's all right. And then uh, sure. he followed up with, uh, forget the other text. I feel like I'm off contract. You guys didn't mention it. <laughs> You're not off contract, You are Lee. fake news. There you go. <laughs> How good's that? We haven't heard Donald for a while. Welcome back, Don. Uh, yes, yeah, so sorry, Lee, we didn't get to you there. Um, it is a little off topic, but our friend at Little Mac in Toowoomba in the T-Bar uh, has just let us know where, and has just asked the question, where do we think registration of dinosaur burning vehicles is headed? So he's obviously meaning old cars. Will they be outlawed, taxed into oblivion, accommodated under club rego, pay per kilometre? Is this a genuine concern? For This is a genuine concern for heaps of your listeners. Do you think the recent moves uh, on of the EPA in the US will affect our industry? I've got to say to you, Little Mac, that is a brilliant question for Malcolm Owens, uh, who does our classic cars corner. I think he, if did, you mention, I think he did mention something similar. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know enough about it, Little Mac, to be able to answer that genuinely. So, Nimsy, what I'd like you to do, mate, is just – Stick that in the in the in the uh, stick that in the library. We're going to borrow it when we need it. When uh, when the big man, big Malcolm, comes back on for the um, for the the classic cars corner, because I'd like to know too. I'd like to know what's going on there. Um, so good on you for that, little Mac. We yeah. will ask that question. Uh, indeedy. Uh, right now, though, it is time for just a moment. <laughs> time for this. <laughs> find, find and now it's the driver's seat off the track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. Yeah, it is the Burson off the track update. We do it thanks to Burson Auto Parts. They're celebrating we 50 do. years. And thanks to this segment, the news cycle moved forward 24 hours with a lot of outlets keen to break stories before Wednesday nights. I can tell you that. But uh, Maddie, what do you got for us? 
Well, um, it, when you look at this during the week on Facebook, if you actually do that, I've got my little mate here, little Lacey Johnson. She's helping me uh, do this one. Got a couple of one, a couple of two to talk about, boys, and these are all these are all to TBCs to be confirmed. Right. However, well, one of them's a TBC. The other one has actually happened, and I want to ask why. Let me get to the first one though. You know how collectively as a motorsport family, Stevie J, our hearts were broken when there was the announcement that the Adelaide 500 would no longer be in existence. And then just recently, some peanut in the council decided they might float the idea of ripping up the circuit because it was getting too hot and burning the trees in the park. Um, I can tell you on this show tonight, what is the date? It is the 19th or the 20th. 20th. There are serious, serious high-level discussions underway for the return of the Adelaide 500. Um, the infrastructure that was online uh, being sold for tender, I have had it confirmed to me that all of the product there is basically out of date. You couldn't use it in a massive public forum like the Adelaide 500. So that infrastructure of sorts is not going to be the determining factor as to whether the Adelaide 500 comes back. This is also not necessarily because of the pressure being applied by the opposition in South Australia. These high-level discussions are happening with the current government, which may mean that we are able to get back on the calendar the Adelaide 500. Now, costs will have to be reduced. And if you look at things like the current pit building, that was due to be upgraded um, at a huge cost. So... There is a lot of discussion about having temporary structures, not unlike the Gold Coast 600, Stevie J, where you can actually come in, you can build it for a million bucks and you can pull it down for a million bucks. Mm -hmm. Pretty easy. Now, I know that's a lot of money, but in terms of a, of a national massive national event, um, that's not huge dollars. Whereas right now, to upgrade the current pit facilities was going to cost millions upon millions upon is millions. That, that's still a... Uh, it's not a permanent facility, though. Moment, uh, no, it, the end a... of the pit lane is right. So, so there are there are hopes, motorsport fans, that we will get the Adelaide Parkland circuit back. We will get back to the Adelaide Five Hundred. Don't know whether it'll be in twenty twenty two. I don't think that's uh, feasible, but I think it's potentially twenty twenty three. Because when you start getting both sides of the government saying that they're one one, the opposition is saying we're going to bring it back if you vote us back, and then. I'm hearing that in Adelaide, this is one of the larger voting uh, issues mm -hmm. of the public down there. And there is real momentum gaining uh, for the current government to do it. And as I say, high, 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 high level mm. talks, which is fantastic news. How good would that be? Like, and we've been here, for her, heard it here first on the driver's seat. When Absolutely, Maddie, once when, again. When Maddie McKeldin uh, decided to <laughs> blow the trumpet on the Canberra race as well. Uh, but imagine that. Imagine that the Canberra quiet. race comes in and we get Adelaide back. Like that's that's shaping up to be yep. a cracking year of racing oh. at some fantastic venues. Absolutely. That is absolutely sensational. So so just just uh, keep your earballs peeled for that one because mm -hmm. I reckon that, that may gain momentum over the next – six to 12 months, that there may be an announcement that we get the Adelaide 500 back. I really hope so. I really, really hope so. Um, and the second one, Nimsy and Steve, I don't know whether you saw it, our great mate Peter Adderton put up on, I think it was Instagram today, that part of the TLA ARG consortium is a 
crowd. I think it's not it's not the right term, but it's like a crowdfunding type um, type arrangement. And they have put out that they are trying to get crowdfunding um, for the purchase of supercars. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> so fund that me. yeah, go for it's like a, in its most simple terms, not business terms. In its most simple terms, it's like a GoFundMe page. So I, I kind of how do you, the 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 Peter Adderton Consortium um, and and his group of guys are well healed, have cash, not Lawrence Stroll cash, but have a lot of cash. They were putting in their own money. Money was absolutely guaranteed. I don't know how, if this is true, and I don't know if it is, but if it is true, how can supercars grant or or, or take one party out of the negotiations, give um, give one other party the only right to negotiate if they don't have the cash? How can things be promised? How can things be put in place if you don't have the cash? I don't get it, and, and I I'd love for some clarification, and I think. Uh, I think we're going to have Pete on in the next couple of weeks. He's in LA at the moment, but Pete has confirmed to us that he will come onto the show and uh, and understand this because there should be a right. If they have been awarded the the uh, the the final negotiation rights to buy it, and they don't have all the money in place, that's going to affect your team. When I say your team, it's going to affect DJR. Um, it's going to affect every team possibly up and down because they're all expecting a nice old payday for this year and the, or next year and the next few years. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the cash in place, you don't have the wedge in the bank, how the heck do you do that? So let's follow that story. Let's follow the Adelaide 500, my friend. Hey, and just quickly, uh, Pete from Cranbourne, uh, Cranbourne, sorry, fellas, left field one here. Who is it that does the voiceover intro for the Burson off-track update? Could she end up on the show one day? Nimsy, that's your world down in Melbourne. Who is it? Who does the intro? Uh, that is young Mandy G. She does some fantastic work around here. And uh, There you go. Well, um, um Unless, uh, Pete, unless we're going to be talking intercoolers, probably not a chance of her to be on the drive. Intercoolers, seat. yeah, you know the. <laughs> <laughs> Is she a member of the Hat Backwards Brigade? A little bit. Uh, right. Well, hey, I tell you what. Net, this is your this is your role. This is your challenge for the week, Nimsy. For Pete from Cranbourne, next week we want her on the show. That'll be an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we will, we will get back to And your... can you just do that again? Can you do your turbo yeah. blow off, oh, Mel? The, the, the yeah, intercooler. Yeah, yeah. You are an idiot. I love you, but you're an idiot. <laughs> All right. You're by the way, it's not an intercooler. That's a turbo blow off, Mel. I don't just know these things. <laughs> say it again. I don't know these things. Uh, anyway, News has just got a cold. It, it, is, it is. That was the Burson Auto Parts <laughs> update. It is for Burson Auto Parts, known for first class knowledge and service. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We'll be back with more right after this. Uh, just for those listeners that might have heard the Greyhound Racing chat we did before, apparently that was the wrong one. So we've been told we need to play the right one. So we're going to do that now, right here on the driver's seat. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, let's quickly get to some of your texts because we got a bit of a backlog here. and We probably should uh, give it a bit of clear air so we can let a couple more in. Mm. 0433 98 11 16 if you'd like to text in. Uh, Matty, do you want to get to um, this interesting <laughs> one from Jeffrey from Hamilton well, Hill? Well, in relation to our Burson off-track update there and the potential return of the Adelaide 500 at some time in the future, Matthew, 
You have given me a tingling in my loins that Adelaide will return. Lovely, Jeffrey. Mm. And might I say, Jeffrey, that is the only time I want to give you a tingling in the loins. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, and in tell relation. That's exactly right, Michael. <laughs> Tell him he's dreaming. Don't worry, mate. Don't worry, Jeff. If you're sitting in my seat, mate, it would definitely be the reverse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then uh, mobile phone ending in 342 in relation to supercar, uh, to TLA and ARG, not necessarily having the bank account to be able to buy supercars. Who would have thought? No cash here. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Smoke and mirrors. Tell us what you really think, big boy. Steve Johnson does the business. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, very good. I tell you what, and uh, we may have someone to talk a little further about the Adelaide return, potential return, in the coming weeks too. So uh, someone very close to it has said that they will happily come on air and talk about it. Political pressure, methinks, right there. I just Mm. received that text. Uh, So we'll see how we're going uh, with those discussions and, uh, you know, um, we'll get the the answers there. Hey, um, g'day, fellas. Love the show. Any idea how young Super 3 driver Reef, that's with an F, -F, R-E-E-F, McCarthy. Like Great Barrier Reef. As in Great Barrier, correct. Uh, how he went yesterday shaking down the Erebus wildcard car for Murphy and Stanaway at Winton's. Cheers, The Roth. Is it David Lee? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> is, David, is David Lee still alive? I'd say he is. Maybe potentially listening in Las Vegas or in Los Angeles. I well, don't know. No, he's but still alive. To he's answer the alive. question. We haven't prematurely well. killed him. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we don't mean to kill you off, David Lee. Uh, he went really well. I, I've had a uh, – I just – in response to that question from – the Roth, uh, I text someone who is close to the team, and the answer came back, the Roth, that he did well, and that was all I got. So he did well, which is good. Good on you, Reef. Not bad at all. Having your first run in that, and that's going to be obviously a lot to talk about in that car. Uh, I lied to you, Nimsy, when I said that I'd read forward in my run sheet this week. I haven't. Are we talking about Stanaway and Murphy at any one point in time? Oh, look, we will at some point in time. Right, okay. Well, then I won't say it now. Um, <laughs> tell me! In Toowoomba, hi guys. The this is a long text. Bear with us, folks. Uh, with F one announced of a with the with the F one announcement of a twenty three race calendar, and fans getting excited over lots of racing in Australia with ARG and supercars. Could we see a similar amount of rounds, e.g., Shannon's ARG rounds, uh, seven of those, and sixteen supercar rounds, or will the new ownership structure see more double billing events? Uh, sorry, it's a long text. That's all right, Tommy. We like your long That's text. We like. love your involvement, my man. Um, Look, the bottom line is no one knows at this stage. I mean, I, I don't. I certainly don't think that the the sixteen will change when it comes to supercars. However, what I think you will see, should that ownership group finally take ownership of supercar, is that within the suite of ARG categories, they being TCR, Trans Am, S five thousand, TCM. What I think you will see is a rotation of those categories on the supercar events. Um, maybe one an event. Who knows? Um, I know my Trans Am calendar, CVJ's, is basically seven rounds. Um, 
yet to be confirmed exactly what they will be. So that's seven rounds there. Have you had your calendar confirmed for next year? No, we haven't. Still no, yapping still, away. still going through yeah. it. So it'd be, but it'd be six or seven most Correct. likely, wouldn't it? So, so yeah, I'm hearing six, yeah, but I'm hoping it's With the seven, Bathurst International as a non-championship, possibly, maybe? Possibly, yeah. Uh, Tommy, at the bottom line is, mate, we don't know, but we would. I would imagine that the ARG Shannon's National single be around seven. Well, keep them coming through. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the text line. We love having your feedback here on the driver's seat. Um, we've got plenty more to get through. We've got the race rewind coming up shortly. You're listening to the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Back with more right after this. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. In fact, they've been doing it for over 40 years, making Tomorrow Matter, uh, shaping and building Australia together. Right now, it is time for our Race Rewind. This is The Driver's Seat Race Rewind. We do it thanks to Gates Australia. Don't compromise. Choose Gates Premium Belts, Hose and Hydraulics. Russell Ingle versus Mark Scaife. I just have, in the I, nose. I just have to. <laughs> I just have to say that, and everyone automatically knows what I'm talking about. Yes. Eastern Creek 2003. We're heading back to Eastern Creek for a uh, fair chunk of time, so I thought we'd uh, we'd <laughs> oh, have a look back yes. and see just uh, what happened. Well, it that, was big, wasn't it? That was Steve? huge. Do you remember it? I mean, I because I'm not a supercar driver. Do you remember in the moment? It must have been. Let me go back a step. Let's refresh memories. Actually, uh, you know what? Let, let's we can re, uh, refresh our memories. Oh, this is Russell Ingle and Mark Scaife. We said that it was a very, very fiery situation brewing. I tell you what, uh, looks to me like Russell's got a bit of a case to answer there. Oh, gee. Well, Scaifey would be absolutely livid. He's well up the inside. Look at the scape attitude and look what Ingle does in response. That is not a post-race confrontation, which we have, of course, seen in the past on a few occasions. That is during race conditions where Scapey has stayed on the circuit just to have a go at Russell. And it took a while for Russell to circle round to that position. And then the response from Russell was, you'd have to say, quite extraordinary. <laughs> quite extraordinary. Quite hey, Nimsy, well done, lightning fingers, on getting that audio because I knew you weren't ready then, so well done. <laughs> uh, that, that, look, that was... And that continued after the race in the pits. Absolutely. Did they get? Did they like? Well, I weren't. I wasn't there. Nimsy wasn't there. The cameras may not. Have, did they get on the knuckle? Uh, they did didn't they get, get on the knuckle. No, no there's too many people around. I think Scaife was actually in the Stone Brothers pit. Yeah, right. Um, and that's where. And there is video footage of that. Somewhere. With Ross and Jimmy. Yep. Giving yep. Them a They're bit all of what there. And everybody's around, you know, obviously, you know, there's no, no, nothing physical happened, but there was a lot of yelling and Mark was doing a lot of finger pointing as he does. And it wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be hard to hit him. <laughs> like you could stand a couple of feet away, just take a haymaker and get him. You'd get him right, the, boop, right on the nose. You'd get him just but, by a few feet away. But, you know, <laughs> and I'm reading your names. It was good, good uh, for you to put this up that, you know, it, there was a, that was big penalties there. There was hundred. Well, Scaife got 135 points taken off his championship. Um, that, that's because he went on to the track, didn't cor- he? Well, he, he, yes. So he got $10,000 fine, 135-point penalty because it was the retaliation from him. So yes. he waited and he hung around and he sort of, you know, the, the marshals were trying to get him off the track. And then mm. when he saw Russell, because Russell did that, well, that when, when that happened with him and Scaife, yep. and Scaife ended up in the fence, Russell pitted immediately because he knew that there was going to be a safety car. So he pitted immediately. Yeah, right. Um, got the new tyres and everything, and then so Mark. By the time that that happened, Mark ended up 
getting he was out of the car, he had the helmet off, he was actually on the other side of the road, and then uh, he eventually he was waiting, hanging around, waiting for Russell, yeah. and then he eventually came around turn eight. It was at the time. Gave him a character reference. Yep, gave him a character <laughs> reference. He threw he threw his helmet and everything to the to the marshal, to the marshal who was oh, trying this. to get him up on the wall. Yeah, that's right. And he ran back out onto the track to, you know, I don't know what he's going to do with a with an oncoming car, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, uh, you know what? You know? Lose. Yeah, if he's exactly. Gonna it, it's going to lose. That's what, that's what he got the penalty for, was for that, was for disobeying yeah, the marshal and running back out on the, onto back a, onto a live circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Russell got obviously hit with a $15,000 <laughs> fine and a 220-point penalty. Both of them got three race bans. Um, which was actually suspended. So yes. if they if they were naughty they boys again, again, they got they got that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Ingle got a bigger penalty, which was an addition. So it was it was the incident that he got found guilty of uh, with Scaife, and then obviously the swerving at Mark mm. while Mark was running out at him on the track, um, which is what the majority of the points and the fines were for. Can I say this, Nimsy? Dropped him a lot down. Sorry, Matty, it dropped him. Yeah, it did. Way down the order. Dropped. Uh, where is it, Nimby? It dropped Ingle uh, from so fourth to ninth fourth, in the ninth. championship and scaped to sixth. So it was it was a big day for those guys. But can I say even bigger for our sport, that those times there just don't exist anymore. Like you think of you think of Marcus Ambrose and Murphy getting some getting face to face. Ingle uh, uh, and Scaife getting face to face. Ever since that little era, there, Rick Kelly and and Kelly and uh, and um, Greg Murphy. I just think, and 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 Ambrose, it's been sanitised since then, boys. And more's yep. the pity. I would love to see that kind of action now, a lot more. I'd love to see a little bit of aggro, niggling aggro. You know what? Between our drivers, I think they're all too friendly and too nice now. So, uh, oh, so he's dead to me, bro. <laughs> exactly right. Scaifey ended up finishing third in the championship, and to be fair, um, if he if if we added those 135 points to his tally, <laughs> he would still it. have been third. So, it, interestingly, a couple of texts quickly before we go, Nimsy. I can hear the play on music, but Greg, our good mate Greg from Upper Coomera, uh, Russell wouldn't have been the first person to plant one on Scaife's nose. <laughs> Just saying, no. I think Alan Jones got very close to planning one on him at one time in the in the past as well. Absolutely. Uh, and then um, from text message uh, from phone number ending, ending in three four two, Scaife was pointing at Russell, telling him that's the best corner in Australian motorsport. <laughs> 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 yes, that's exactly what he was saying. Uh, that was our race rewind. Mm. We do it thanks to Gates Australia. Protect your ride days. with complete system replacement with Gates belts and hoses. Visit gatesaustralia.com.au. Back with more of the driver's seat right after this. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. <laughs> Buttons. There we go. Uh, <laughs> this is the it's the driver's seat. We do uh, it. It's that time of night again, folks. Yep. Could you just hear the shuffling of... <laughs> yeah. It's like when, it, you know when, a new, when it comes back from a break on a TV on a news bulletin or whatever, and the and the the newsreader's not ready, and, and they're like, looking down, and reading their notes and whatever, and then they go, oh, 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 oh. hey, you're on COVID <laughs> COVID nineteen numbers this afternoon for us. It's the age old. We'll do it live. Anyway, <laughs> 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 yes, the producer's having a heart attack in the room. Anyway, um, yes, hey, look, you mentioned at the start of the show, Maddie, uh, a couple of movements at Triple uh, Eight. Yeah, we, yes, big, uh, news. big news. Now, this one, I will, I will not. Uh, in any way, shape, or form, say that I knew about this one, 
Triple Eight are, geez, they're good at locking down a secret. Mm. Holy cow. Uh, but yes, Couchy over to. Um, so David Couchy. Who- David Couchy, who's the, yeah, sorry, Steve, the, the champion. Uh, engineer for Jamie Winkup. Yeah, he was uh, uh, Jamie, and he's now Shane Van Gisbergen's engineer yeah. at the current stage. And more than likely to be a two-time champion engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, heading off to Kelly Grove for next year. Or just year. Grove. Or Grove, sorry. Or just Grove, Grove even. Uh, right. And I understand why. I was thinking about this this afternoon before the show, Nimsy and Steve. You know, we're a very small industry, and and, mm. and if you want to rise through the ranks – a lot of the time, and particularly Triple Eight. I mean, Dutto's been there since since they turned dirt on the workshop. Yep. Um, there's not a lot. Of, there's, there's not not too many opportunities to go, and he's going to be team principal over there. So a great yep. move for him, I think. In in respect from a career point of view, why wouldn't he go if he's had that conversation? The Groves are keen on him. Um, there's he, no room for him to move up the chain. No room. Triple Yeah, he's hit the ceiling. That's it. He's done. You know, unless someone so, like um, Dutto would move or whatever, mm. but that's not happening. So, yeah, it's it's big, big news. Big is, news. Is Dutto a shareholder in Triple Eight, do you reckon? Oh, I, I would not, I would not like to know. I don't know. Oh, it's a genuine question. Oh, I, so no I would idea. not like to say because I don't been, really know. Yeah, he's been there since Briggs. Yes. Since it was Briggs uh, back a, in the day. Another departure from Triple Eight is uh, Jamie Winkup's engineer, Wes McDougal. Yeah, Wes McDougal. He yeah. came from MSR, if I recall correctly. He did, and in fact, I think he was, he was he Stone was Brothers as well. Stone Brothers when, oh, he was Erebus. Yeah, Erebus Stone Brothers. He's moved around a little bit yep. uh, for health reasons. So no, no real. <laughs> <laughs> don't now. I was going to be dead set serious and say there's no. Uh, we don't know why, but we hope his family and his health are yeah, uh, well going for. Where do you think he's going to uh, give us a best off track know. update, Steve Johnson? <laughs> Where do you know. think he's going to go? Because that laugh tells me you uh, know, mate. We know this business health reasons. My God, yeah, you know, um, you know, Shane Van Gisbergen. Did Shane Van Gisbergen do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he retired due to health. Oh, yeah, I'm back. Oh, I'm back. Yeah, um, yeah. He he might not be at a team in 2022, but you, I've got a feeling that you Where? know. I don't know where he's going to end up, to be honest. But look at me in the eye and say that I don't know where he's going to end up. No, he did. But first. but what I what I would be very surprised if it didn't happen was Mr. McDougall is working from home in 2022, <laughs> yeah. developing Gen Three, and he'll come out on track with whatever team yep. in 2023 with yeah, Gen okay. Three because he's good. Yep, he knows what he's doing. Yep. he's no dummy. He's been around a very long time. Uh, so, all right, interesting. Just well, just quietly. Yeah. yeah, well, I could just quietly. Triple A. Tell me. Losing both of their head engineers. Yep. Jamie Winkup moving into the team principal role next year, basically. Or Is that a statement, do you think? Do you think that's going to be a bit of a tough job for them to keep the role that they've had on? Do you think it's Jeremy a... Moore's still going to be there, sure, which is their the head technical guy. But, man, it's that's that's a couple of, of big, big, big pieces of the pie that have gone missing. Do you and don't worry, I love my pie. Do, <laughs> I know you, I know you do. Do you think that is a statement about the perceived leadership of Jamie Winkup that they just don't want to do it? Mm, I don't no, I don't think so. No? I reckon it's probably like look, if you're gonna do it so. if if like you sort of said We're gonna do it, do it now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Yeah. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, what, I get it. What is this like is this the SVG's like Third engineer, Third. In, give or take. Third engineer in three years mm. and still wins. How good is he? Yeah, you could put a put a headset oh. on a sack of on a sack of potatoes uh, behind oh, the, yeah. uh, the data screen. Yeah, he probably wins yeah. some. Could take a pram to a championship. Yeah, yeah, you know he's got nothing on the Johnsons in mountain biking though. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, Still haven't done that. Still refuse to do it, too. I'm not going mountain biking with you. Well, look at the form that it put SVG in. Maybe you should oh, go mate. mountain biking. No, yeah, oh, exactly. no way. There's no way. Uh, but that, this is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building Australia. A couple of texts coming in. We'll get to them straight after this. 0433 98 11 16 if you want to be part of the show. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. <laughs> we do it thanks to Kubota. Sorry, folks. Just I wish we could share that story. It's, yeah. the old, uh, it's the bewitching hour here, guys. In case you I wish we could tell Nimsy's story. Yeah. <laughs> in the way he told it as well. Yeah. Which is really inside jokes and not great for radio, folks. But if you were in our studio just then, you'd be laughing. <laughs> but um, if, if, put it this way. Put it this way. As you would have heard me and maybe seen me, mm-hmm. probably not the same thing that you expect, uh, and which is why I was very easy to spot at the Sandown this year. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, this is the driver's seat. And remember, you can, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the App Store. Uh, quick one, wildcards are back for SMP2. So Walking to Andretti United and Tickford will be mm. fielding both their wildcard entries at the second of the four SMP events. This was meant to be at Perth, but obviously the People's Republic of Perth is not letting anyone in or out. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> People's Republic of Perth. What do you call Queensland? Oh, just the Sunshine State. Safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> now, as I was sort of saying, so Tommy Randall's going to get another crack, as is Kurt Kostecki. So, this is going to be pretty good for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we should mention, too, we, I, I did put it earlier, and now seems like a good enough time to mention it, but Tickford Racing have locked in their Bathurst lineup. Oh, how close did we get to, to Courtney releasing that a week early? Last week. Oh, I know. That, that would have been oh, so good if he God, just that balls been that a up. ripper. Imagine that conversation. Oh, thanks, James. Is that who you're driving yeah. with? <laughs> oh, hasn't it been announced, he said. Uh, yes. <laughs> a bit surprising, though, isn't it? Very, and I'm not sure it's the right thing to do. I, I They've put Moffat with um, Cam Waters in the Monster Energy car. They've put um, Randall with, Randall with Courtney. Courtney. They've put Jordan. Zach Best. Uh, Zach Best, sorry, with uh, JLB. Yeah, I probably would have swapped I reckon Moffat. Car 6 and, and car 55, isn't it? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what their numbers are. Oh, no. uh, yeah, I would have swapped, I would have swapped no. Moffat and Randall. Yep. So I'd put Randall Moff, in, and Courtney? I would have put Moffat and Courtney and I would have put Randall and, and Cam. Uh, Cam, I think. I think. I don't know. Who knows why they make these decisions and who knows what's going on. But And we could be proven wrong. Cam will probably come out with Moffat and win the damn thing and then we'll look like complete mugs, bigger mugs. Or, or maybe it are. could be the other way around. Maybe James has said... I'm not do, not put, yeah, do not do put, not put him with the crazy frog here. Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, now, yeah. th- this is something that uh, like I suspected. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the, there's only there's only one reason that I suspected it because I was at a Tickford ride day at mm. um, at the start of the year at Phillip Island in February, mm-hmm. and Tommy Randall mm-hmm. gave me a spin in the number forty four um, Mustang. But the, but the difference, but like, so oh, I was sorry, no, the boost car. Yeah. 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 So part of me was like thinking, no, oh, maybe, maybe like, you know, like surely mm. he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be having a crack. But at the same time too, and in a cheeky, cheeky little, uh, I don't know, maybe a little, what's the word, bit of subterfuge from Tickford mm-hmm. Racing, he was mm-hmm. wearing a truck assist race suit. So it was they just, do that. so I didn't know what the hell to think. They do do that. And then he would have got out of the car and been wearing a boost mobile hat. Yeah. Uh, and, a and a monster energy race suit and, a. You know, something like that. Look, uh, 
they do do stuff like that. They work it out throughout the year. They sit down. They look at everyone's data. They look how everyone breaks, how everyone drives, and they try and match everyone up together. I assume. Is that what they do, Steve? It, when you are, In fact, this is a great question. When you are choosing a co-driver, what's the process quickly? What, what do you do? Well, a lot of it, honestly, is what well, comes down to the lead driver and who they feel most comfortable with, to be honest. I mean, if they're driving with someone that's not... Um, up to scratch? That, yeah, well, I wouldn't say up to scratch, but someone Learning. that, that they don't particularly... You know, get along with on a you know on a so on a social level, I mm-hmm. guess in a way you got to click as, as you human beings, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a lot of that comes down to that, you know. So could you and I be a co-driver? There'd have to be no seat inserts. That's yeah, good. Course. We'd be right. Yeah, we'd be right. Did we'd someone right. say KFC? I don't care. <laughs> Team catering. Team catering. <laughs> you imagine you and I being sponsored by like a KFC oh. in a car or. How good would that be? How good does that sizzler livery look on that? Uh, oh, sizzler. Oh, the, oh, I can't believe sizzler's gone. Tragedy. COVID killed that. How good was the cheese toast? Oh. You could look that recipe up, by the way. Folks. Oh, it's not the same. Oh. I've tried it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. Of course you have. I can't believe I'm never going to have the hibachi chicken ever again. As you do in lockdown. Yep. So yeah. just oh. going back to the, uh, the Tickford lineup, though, um, it's a bit of a shame that Alex Prema. Uh, won't be able to make Bathurst once again. Like he, he two years in a row for Frenchie. Yeah, sucks for him. Yeah. Do you sucks. reckon that's going to be it for him? Do you ah, that's two be years too out. Hard, hard way to come, to come back. back. Two years out. It'll be very, very interesting what mm. happens there when borders Re-open. slam open. Do they slam open? They don't slam open, do no. they? They swing open. They swing open. They'll be yeah, swung so open. yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting, Stevie J. I don't know. Two years out with some junior burgers coming through as well. Mm. There's plenty of Super 2 junior burgers coming through that could do potentially a good job. It yep. will be interesting to see what Zach Best does in that car. Imagine if he's quicker, well, he, than, he, imagine he, if he's quicker than JLB. Well, he's oh. off. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's off. You know, well, he's, he's a race winner, isn't he? he yeah, he, he won the last round at, yeah, uh, at Townsville. Yeah. Drove really, really well. So he didn't have FTX of all cars. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, good thing. So it'll be, and and obviously he's pinching himself. He never thought he was going to be in the one thousand this year, but just obviously with with the border closures and Premier yep. not being able to make it, and it's their next best option. Yep. You know what I mean? And I I don't want to say I think he's probably a better option than Premier to be honest. I mean I know Alex won with Scotty Mack, but you know Zach's in driving the car. He's mm. he's been in, in involved in Tickford now for you know two years now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you know it makes I think it to me it makes sense. He also um the thing with when Alex Prima won Bathurst too like he was able to come out for ride days wasn't he like the, the co-driver sessions whereas this mm. one is literally just like right Alex on the plane yep. two weeks and they did more than more than one race you know they were obviously raced at Sandown yeah. as well Gold and Coast, they Sandown, got, all that kind of stuff. you know so there was there was definitely some more miles to be done there but you know very very hard to to come back well we'll see we'll see how Russell goes won't we. Should be an interesting one to see. Before we put a uh, we put a bow on the co-driver thing, who do you think will be jumping into the MSR cars alongside uh, young Zane Goddard and uh, Jake Gostecki? Come on, Matthew. I, d- I, I don't know. I'll have a scoop on that next week maybe or someone will announce it on Wednesday before I get there. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Seaton. Ah, uh, yeah. I, there's been a lot of talk about Aaron in the back halls. But there's no cash. I bet, oh, yeah, no cash. Uh, I don't think... There's so. no cash here. Here, there's no cash. <laughs> Glenn? No cash. No cash. Uh, no, I don't I don't think he'll... Um, I don't think he'll... 
be in the car. I don't think. I don't think. Big supporters. MSA, I love him. Oh, we just had the cutest Uber Eats delivery girl. Young Lacey Johnson has just delivered Uber Eats to the studio. Good on you, Lace. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, I don't think. I don't think. I uh, don't think. Uh, Aaron will be there. Well, the chatter is Jake Kostecki will be teaming up. Yes. Uh, with the, with his brother. Yes. Minnesota. Well, that would make sense. Mm. That would make sense. He's he's at WAU in in Commodores. Um, Sorry, Kurt Kostecki will be teaming up with Jake. Kurt. Too, yeah, too many Kosteckis. Yeah, yeah. Too many Kosteckis. So <laughs> many Kosteckis. Yep. Um, he's at WAU doing the he's... doing the, the wild card. So, yeah, yep. I, he'd be a good choice. Done it before. Yep. Done it before, hasn't he, Kurt? Kurt's done it before, absolutely. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Kurt's done it before. So that'd be a good choice. Yeah, that'd be a good choice. And they're kind of running out, Nimsy. Yeah. As I said, as I said, even with the main game seats, the co-drive seats, the music stopped. So the chair, you better jump on one of those chairs, boys, yep. or you're going to be probably like me watching it on the couch. Speaking those of friggin' borders, don't open. Speaking of uh, of co-drivers, let's hear from uh, Chris Pither and his Coke money. Hello to my little friend. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Which. Man. Get on you, Chris. Hey, Chris. Which, in the context of that movie, was a machine gun. In the context of Chris Pitha, it's a big bag of money. Money, 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 money. Some dollary doos. Dollary doos. <laughs> Correct. Dead presidents. Wampa, Moolah. And uh, I don't think he's going to end up being able to spend it anywhere at this stage. Yeah. Mm, um, Isn't that bad when you've got a when you've got good sponsors like Coke, mm. Coca Cola. Mm. Um, you got nowhere to – there's no seats for you to take. It's yeah, crazy. Really. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Nimsy, we got lots of texts coming in too. Yeah, we'll get, that? we'll get to that in just a moment. We'll take our final break and back with more of The Driver's Seat right after this. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Almost time to wrap up. And remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter – at Driver's Seat Show. The all-new Driver's Seat app has podcasts, interviews, news, and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans. Before we go, let's get to some of your texts because they have been coming in thick and fast. Um, this one's interesting. Tommy from Hobart, who's been on, hard on the text tonight. Good on you, Tommy. Mm. Appreciate everything you do. Um, if you were, if I were Alex, he said, I'd honestly call it, this is Alex Premer, mm-hmm. uh, I would honestly call it and leave it as a champion at Bathurst, like Paul Morris did. In 2014. Great point, yeah, Tommy. Good point. Yeah. Great point. Yeah, I'd probably be the same. Yeah, because what's, what's he got yeah. to prove? What's he got to prove? 100%. Because he's won a Pertec Enduro Cup too. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he can drive. Don't yeah. worry about Prema. Can drive. No, no, but like essentially, like, if you're a co-driver, you've done it. Like that's everything ticked. You've done it. <laughs> Literally been there, done it, got the T-shirt. Yeah. Yep. And then gone back to the US. But maybe wants more cash. Maybe the dollar he does. You know, we when all... you when you're a Bathurst winner and Pertec Enduro Cup winner, you can demand some more cash. What would a co- what would a what would a person with those statistics behind them? What would they earn in today's a world? Good not, not... co-driver, yeah. It, what, what... Whether that like so, yep. say a Premier, or yep. maybe not as high. He wouldn't be as high as someone like a Garth Tanner. I'm talking yep. probably hundred grand for the one race or for the two. Well, probably three. for the two or three, but I still reckon they'd be very close to being up there, even just for the one. Went a little Not bad, bit. 30 grand for a weekend. That's mm. almost as good as the money you earn, Stevie. Went, went a little bit uh, South African there, Matty. Yeah, uh, well, well, yes. Yeah. Would it be uh, cash, one dollar or two? Uh, two How much dollars rand? How much rand for a co-driver? I will put that uh, Mustang into the car park. 
<laughs> One yes. more here too on the text from the Big G. Thank you to the Big G for uh, tuning in too. If uh, evening gents, if Russell, love your work, Big G. Now he's referring to uh, uh, Eastern Creek 2003. If yep. Russell just came out the pits, wasn't he just warming up his tyres? All Scapey's fault. Russell was hard done by. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> It's sort of like the whole Triple Eight thing these days. It seems like rolling gets blamed for everything. Yes. You know? Oh, why did uh, why did Perkat and, um, you know, Tim Slade come together at turn one? Oh, yeah, it was Roland. Roland, Roland, Roland. Rich, Uncle, Rich Uncle Roland. Yeah. 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 It was Debris. That's what happened there. Debris. And, and it was Debris, Debris, Debris. This one, too, from Tommy into Toowoomba as we wrap up. Matt Stone on Tony D's Parked Up podcast slightly mm. hinted at that Kurt Kostecki pairing with Jake. So, sorry, Matty. He might mm. have got this, uh, the news first. There you go. Mm. Well, there you, well, we can't we can't break everything yeah. too early, can we? We do our best. first. Hey, when was the last best? When was the last quality bust up in supercars? NASCAR looks at that and says, "Hold my beer." You're right, Tommy. I <laughs> know. <Yeah. laughs> oh, and Greg talking about engineer movements. What about Ludo? He has voiced his desire to go to IndyCar. Ooh. Has he? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Stevie J is looking at me with a slightly panicked look on his face. Oh, I'm not panicked. <laughs> More baguettes to Ludo. More baguettes. <laughs> Yeah, good uh, on you. Yes, good on you, Ludo. That wraps up the driver's seat for another week. Uh, thank you to Tim Blanchard for jumping on board the program. Matty, go well this weekend. Thank you, mate. Yes, I'm just trying to not, uh, as I say, end up like a roast chook by the end of the weekend, but we'll see how we <laughs> go. Be sweet. Should be a bit of fun. You can check that out uh, on Stevie the TA2 Facebook done a great page. job on the car, yes. All right, we'll see you next week. See ya. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.